Hi, I'm Elizabeth and you're listening to the Cloud and Sec Learning Podcast. This was originally written by Andre Camillo. In this episode I'd like to talk about Identity and Access Management, Overview. Identity access management is the name given to ways to control users' access to a platform. AWS has their own, Azure has their own, and so on and so forth. It's a very well-established technological concept. This is at the very fundamentals of the platform and the course, and it is a security control. Cloud and security should always walk alongside each other, quite possible holding their hands together to make sure they're in sync. According to Digital Guardian, IAM systems are designed to perform three key tasks, identify, authenticate, and authorize. Meaning, only the right person should have access to computers, hardware, software apps, any IT resources, or perform specific tasks. As part of IAM, we have three distinct functions. First, a user. It is an actual living being, preferably human. Second, groups. These are logical collection of users related to their function, location, hierarchy, or whatever makes your security policy tick. Thirdly, roles. Self-explanatory. These define access according to users' roles, administrator, or external user, auditor, etc. Alright, and how does IAM work? Let's have a look at their concepts. In AWS, permissions are assigned using JSON policy documents. Policy documents are made of JSON, JavaScript object notation. And they are a very flexible way to deal with access. They're flexible in the arguments and actions that they allow, and also how they are applied. Policy documents can be attached to specific users, groups or even roles, basically allowing the creation of your own policies based on attributes. Lucky for us, we have an acronym to this kind of policy management, it's called ABAC and stands for Attribute-Based Access Control. To be clear, though, you do not need to create policies from scratch, AWS has several policies by default. Typically, though, admins refrains from attaching policies to users and apply them to groups. Any users that belong to these groups, then inherit the access policy of the group. Policy documents contain multiple, varied, elements. A full list of all possible elements can be seen in this link. The most basic elements needed for a policy are, and I have provided links to their official documentation. First, version, in AWS, own definition. Policy element specifies the language syntax rules that are to be used to process a policy. To use all of the available policy features, include the following version element before the statement element in all of your policies. Therefore, this is a fixed value, as of October 2021 the version value must be, the 17th of October 2012 so that you can use features such as policy variables that were introduced with this version. The second element is statement, a mandatory element, it contains key and value pairs, similar to a Python dictionary or a database. The statement element can contain a single statement or an array of individual statements. An example of the keys required for an allow all kind of policy contains three keys. Effect, it is required and specifies whether the statement results in an allow or an explicit deny. 
Valid values for effect are allow and deny. Action, it describes the specific action or actions that will be allowed or denied. Each AWS service has its own set of actions that describe tasks that you can perform with that service. Resource, specifies the object or objects that the statement covers. Statements must include either a resource or a not resource element. You specify a resource using an Amazon resource name, often referred to as ARN. AWS has a number of best practices available in this document to secure your access. Some of these best practices are. Make sure you use least privilege access. Users or groups should not have any more access than they are required to execute their job. Apply this rule to your users' policies and you'll avoid misuse, and reduce attack surface should one of your accounts ever be hacked. Think about using power user policy to admins for example. Enable MFA in all accounts. The most basic setup needed is to add multi-factor authentication. Do that as soon as you create your AWS root account. This includes the root account, of course. Make use of password policies. Set up your own password policy including a password rotation policy, meaning you will be able to set up the minimum password length and complexity and how often it would be updated. Use roles for applications. AWS services require credentials from applications running on Elastic Compute Cloud services. The best, more secure way to provide application credentials is by using IAM roles. According to AWS, a role is an entity that has its own set of permissions, but that isn't a user or user group. Roles also don't have their own permanent set of credentials the way IAM users do. Organize users into groups. This recommendation reduces the management overhead of access policies. You can put users into an admin group to better control multiple admin users in a large organization, for example. As mentioned before, users will inherit their group's policy documents. IAM policies will be elemental to properly manage user access in your environment. Including to our next topic, managing AWS. AWS can be managed via the familiar and easy-to-use GUI but also can be managed via its AWS CLI, command line interface. The CLI, according to AWS, CLI, is a unified tool to manage your AWS services. With just one tool to download and configure, you can control multiple AWS services from the command line and automate them through scripts. To set it up, you need to download a package compatible with your system and run it. AWS makes all packages available on their CLI page. Using IAM groups to limit access via these interfaces is a best practice. As you can see, IAM is core to managing credentials and access to AWS services efficiently. It also allows for better management in some cases, which is a big help, given how complex and scattered accesses can be in cloud environments. Check cloudnsec.com for more content and medium.com slash andrecamillo, with double L, for more cloud and security articles. Thank you, talk to you again soon.